Hi, everybody. And welcome to That's Life, where the parade is over. The parade, thank God, was a success, and we are up to our eyeballs in cream cheese. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch, coming to you from the home of the Nachum Siegel Network on the beautiful Lower East Side this Thursday. It is a Boker Tov to Yoni this morning. Ah, good morning. And how are thee? Ah, it's beautiful. It really is. It really is. It's great. We love New York. It's a great time of year. I want to thank you and Jamie personally for your phenomenal work at the parade. I appreciate it. Yoni, this was your first time working the parade, right? First time working. I'm a one-time marcher also. When were you a marcher? <sighs> Senior year, 2010, I marched with uh, B'nai Akiva. Oh, that's cool. Ben- B'nai Akiva, Houston. That's cool. And um, and how was the, the – well, the experience is obviously different as a marcher. But did it rain your year? I think it did for a little. Uh, but I think when we marched, it didn't. So you it was clear the monsoon had, had ended before you got up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Well, that was not the case <laughs> this Sunday, past Sunday. But truth be told that it was really only the first hour. And our team was, in, uh, was, was very well prepared. Lots of tarps couple of tents, certainly appropriate rain gear, though you and Jamie still managed to look like you had gone through a squall. Um, yeah, with, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. And the sand on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. For those people who can't understand where the sand came in, because we didn't really discuss it, the sidewalk was being redone on Fifth Avenue in that area as well. And the stones had been laid, but the cement had not been laid. And so in order to keep the stones in place, there was a tremendous amount of sand. So sand is fun in the first place. Wet sand is even more fun. Right. ZK prepared for the rain, but not for the beach-like uh, atmosphere. That right. We, we heard about the beach-like issues afterwards. It did take me a while to clean out my car. Yeah. Right. It, it certainly took a while to clean out the car. But it was a, it was a great day. And I thank Nahum and Mark and ZK and the camera guys and the Zomics et al., who were fantastic, and of course Yoni and Jamie. What was a team effort, by the way. Shout out to Avrami who made sure that everything was going smoothly on his end, and um, we 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 were very proud of our production. That is for sure. Let's go through a couple of things. Let's do the fortune cookie. You hear that crinkle crinkle? We're gonna do the fortune cookie now. Yoni was funny to ask me, "Do you need a fortune cookie?" And of course, my response. Everyone needs a fortune cookie. So Yoni, I picked this one. <laughs> Let's see if you. Have Let's see luck. how it goes. Let's see how it goes. Here we go. Stay in touch above above all with how you feel. Oh, come on, Confucius. That was a little lame. That was a little lame. Um, I also just want to make mention of something funny that happened in the studio yesterday. So we we took a little outing. The Nakam Single Network took a little outing to clear our heads on Tuesday. We went to the Empire State Building, and that was a lot of fun. And the weather on Tuesday was gorgeous, and it was great. And we like doing fun things, and I think fun is important at work. Anyway, leaving the Empire State Building, Nahum and I had to leave a few minutes earlier because we had to head to a meeting, and Jamie and Yoni hung around a little bit more. So coming into this, so Nahum on our way out, as per our tradition here at the Nahum Segal Network, um, I get a snow globe. I like snow globes. I have a thing for snow globes, and we got a snow globe on as we were leaving. Subsequently, we come into the, I come into the studio the next morning, and there's a box sitting on my computer. And I couldn't figure out what was going on until I realized that Yoni and Jamie super, super, super sweetly had also unknowingly got me the same snow globe. And while under normal circumstances, somebody would be like, why would two identical snow globes make you so happy? And not only 
does it make me thrilled beyond belief because it's night it's such a good feeling to be loved and for people to know you and whatever but um but they make me happy. Now I have two of the exact same thing that make me happy, that remind me of what was a great day. So I thank Yoni and I thank Jamie and I certainly thank Nahum for my gift. And um, they both play um, Start Spreading the News, which is, of course, amazing. And if we manage to be able to wind them at the same time, we can listen to them in stereo. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And one of my favorite guests joins me back in the studio, Shifra Klein from Joy of Kosher, joins us here. we got to talk about Shavuos. We have the vegetarian issue. And who better to talk about the vegetarian issue than one, of course, with me? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So good morning to you. Good morning. It's great to be here. It is uh, always a pleasure to have you. And here's going to be my question. And I I wouldn't have thought of it had Shlomo, your better half, Mm -hmm. both professionally and otherwise, um, had not mentioned it in the Kiss the Kosher Cook group. I think that's what it's called on Facebook, right? Um, Something about somebody posted uh, a meme of somebody being overwhelmed in planning for Shavuos. Mm-hmm. And, or maybe you posted it. I'm giving no, sh- it. was Shlomo? Yeah. Okay, Shlomo. I, I gave you credit. <laughs> um, so here's my question. Why is it that we get so overwhelmed for Shavuos? And I think people get more overwhelmed for Shavuos than they do for Pesach. So what is it about Shavuos? It's two days. Well, I mean, I think it's like you, people feel the need. You know, you're finally su- having a, um, a Tov meal. That's around dairy food. And it's like so exciting. You like want to just get it all in type of thing. You know, it's like we really want to enjoy this dairy holiday. And it's like, what should we serve and how best to celebrate it? It's like going to Disney for the first time. That's really what it is. Okay. So you want to make sure to hit all of the major rides. You don't want to look back on your experience at Disney and say, shoot, I should have done that. That was a big mistake. That's right. You know what my mother does? She like sets up sternos and makes every single milchik meal, milchik dish imaginable. She just can't help herself. So I think that's what it is. It's like eggplant parmesan and uh, cheese blintzes and lasagna and every everything that you're missing, like that you would want any other day. So that's the funny part. It's it the is. it's the you can't stop yourself. Yeah, you, you can't, can't help, help yourself. <laughs> it, and and I don't feel that way about Shabbos, and I certainly don't feel that way about having company normally. Right. But right, there's that opportunity to serve milk eggs, exactly to use the dishes you only otherwise use for cereal, exactly. and to take it out <laughs> and say, definitely. all right, let's have a good yuntif meal with exactly. this. But do you think that there's a trend this year? And I could be reading into it, mm-hmm. but do you think there's a trend this year to stay away from the heavy and do fewer of the uh, fettuccine Alfredos and the penne alla vodkas? I mean, those are fun and whatever, but right. but cleaner dishes because we've all moved towards like a cleaner way of eating? Yeah, I mean, definitely. And it's also interesting. We featured in the magazine three, three of really great vegetarian restaurants throughout the United States. Yeah. And the dishes that we featured were pasta dishes, but they were lighter versions of like what you were saying. So we have the cork and slice, cork and slice from Five Towns. We sheared their roasted cauliflower pasta. And it's amazing. It's not like it doesn't have butter or cream, but the cauliflower is the star and it's very vegetable focused. So definitely, like there's so many exciting ways to enjoy vegetables and healthier eating. So definitely people are focused on that. I, want I mean, s- our cover is a right. salad. Right. I'm going to talk about the cover yeah. in a second because I, I voted for this one. Oh, okay. You know, by the way, <laughs> that I take like personal pride <laughs> if that's the one that's chosen because Joy of Kosher makes sure to post, which I think is a, a lot of fun, makes sure to post four potential covers. It really helps to ask. It's, But it's also so 
cute. Yeah. Yesterday, I'm walking, uh, two days ago, I'm walking through Manhattan and Haagen Dazs is giving out free ice cream. Oh, how fun. And, <laughs> right. Super fun. I mean, everyone's running to the train and all of a sudden they're like, hi, those guys are walking around with free ice cream. <laughs> and so you stop and I took a selfie with a Haagen Dazs person and I said, I'm like, you know, this is like the best shtick I've seen all day. That's awesome. It was a great stunt. And to me, you posting that, f- those four options, number one, what, Sorry to work with the analogy. It whets the palate of the, it whets the appetite of the person who's looking forward to the next issue anyway. But also, yeah, it's fun. It's interactive. Yeah. So I I voted for this one. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy too because I I was happy to move away from the dairy-centric covers of the other one. And this one just spoke to spring, especially because everything's a little bit later this year. So you have the opportunity to have access to certain vegetables that usually come out a little bit later in the season. But because it's June... It's already at our fingertips. Exactly. So, yeah, we have definitely, like, we have um, a peach slaw in the magazine, which is delicious. And the salad was great. And also the soup options, those soup shooters. Yeah, those are fun. Those are a lot of fun. the fun thing about it was that... Just to explain, a soup shooter... Yes. Is basically the... uh, Cheryl Heisler, she does our cocktails every issue. We have a cocktail feature. And she decided in honor of Shrewis to do cool soups. So soups that could be served cold. Now, you don't have to, but you can add a little bit of alcohol into these drinks just to add a little bit of fun and a little bit of a kick. Right. But it's delicious without it. So we have this like this cauliflower soup and uh, this gazpacho style soup, which was really, really good. Almost like a Bloody Mary type of situation. Cool. Yeah. Delicious. And they were fun. And the cauliflower soup had alcohol in it? Yeah. What? Optionally. But what was the... Um, I'm, what would be the option? What would be the the... The alcohol ingredient. Like, I can think that in a... I have to double check. When I make a strawberry soup, my husband jokes all the time that I add a little bit of vodka and it becomes a daiquiri. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. A little bit of mint, a little bit of vodka, and we have a whole, you know, different kind of fun. But, um... But I have to remember, I can't, I couldn't remember what the alcohol was for the cauliflower soup because, to me, it would caraway be Caraway like liqueur. Oh, a caraway liqueur. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because I would... To me, the if I was adding an alcohol, it would be in the cooking process and it would be probably like a white wine. And then right. it, it wouldn't make any sense when we're serving it cold. Right. Because you wouldn't have that alcohol effect. Anyway, we're having Very a private conversation yeah, yeah. here. No, no, it's but- a fascinating <laughs> thing, like the idea of soups and cocktail. Yeah, it's a but lot it of fun. Really and good. also just the way you're presenting it. What page is that? That is... It's on page 22. So on page 22. Yeah. I, by the way, every time you come on and I announce a page number, I feel like <laughs> it's like Rosh Hashanah. Like- <laughs> right. We are now on page 66. <laughs> um, so you have cute options, cute ways of serving these cocktails. I mean, yeah. instead of a straw, you have an asparagus beer. That's right. That's a lot of fun. It is. It's it's a, it's an expensive garnish, but it's at least an edible garnish. Exactly. Which is super important. That's right. Most garnishes nowadays, especially, like the trend is to do all garnishes have to like somewhat make sense. So if right. you're putting something on it, it should be something that you could enjoy or complements the dish. Exactly. Something that complements the dish. Where do you get, by the way, all your fun accessories so we get so we get it all over we do like prop shopping but um we go to there's a really cool store in the city called fish's eddie sure and so we get a lot of stuff from there they have really good basic stuff like um basic plates and cups and so we get a lot of things there i go to like thrift stores i have a whole collection of props in my house that's the cool huge thing. like boxes that's so cool. Do yeah. you share with friends? What? Do you share with friends? Whoever wants can okay. have it. But okay. it's not like, <laughs> yeah, it's not in my kitchen. So like even like the, the cups that we put the ice cream in, I found them in like a thrift store and it was just perfect. That's crazy. Yeah, it was so cool. I never thought about going to a thrift store. Fish's Eddie, I'm 
very yeah, Fish is Eddie familiar is, with, yeah. especially as somebody who lived in the village for a while. Oh, cool. I know. That's when we were cool. That's what we joke about. That's when we were cool. <laughs> You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network and Joy of Kosher's Shifra Klein joins us. Shifra, the... Um, the cheesecake element. Yeah. Is there, I'm not saying this to be funny, but is there Shavuos without cheesecake? I don't think so. There's Jamie's no shaking way. her head no. It no, just doesn't just, happen. It does not happen. You have to have a cheesecake somewhere. So we actually, um, Jamie is living in Israel, Jamie Geller. Right, not, and not she, Jamie Turkel. Yeah. She's living right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> and she actually got in touch with some really top chefs in Israel who shared amazing recipes. I made I made every single cheesecake. You did? Yeah. Even the, what is it, Breton? 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 The, with the crust? Yeah. How do you so, pronounce that? I don't know. Okay, we'll pretend. Yeah. Okay, go on. I think you said it right. One of the three times <laughs> I said it, yeah. <laughs> Let's just... All right, yeah. whatever, it's good. Yeah, with that funny crust. Right. So, um, it was really, the cheesecakes were phenomenal. Each one was amazing. Um, there's the chef, Mickey Shemo. He's very famous in Israel. His cheesecake was insane. It was just incredible. My, um, and there's also a featured article with um, with somebody who also advertises their cheesecake in the in the magazine. Yes. So we interviewed. Um, there's a company. They make really cool cheesecakes, Lilac and Cream, and um, it was just cool. We asked them how they got started, and so we basically interviewed the CEO of the company and the whole story of how the cheesecake. Got started. I mean, it's amazing to be able to go to like a supermarket and buy a high quality cheesecake in your fridge. Right. You don't have to go to the bakery. So it's a great product. They also ship all over the country. And so they were, cool. did they send you a sample? Um, not yet, but I yes, bought, sh- bought myself. Oh, like, you did? Yeah. Like I've That's gone classy. to the store. Yeah. Schleimi, my husband, right. is obsessed with two things, Yapchik and cheesecake. So fascinating. Yeah. Like he loves cheesecake. I don't love cheesecake. He like, tastes every single one he knows all the cheesecakes out there he's obsessed that so he like okay every time i will tell you i would i bought it for him i would never have pegged him for as a, a cheesecake lover a little bit not right <laughs> and a really funny. cool cheesecake we have is a white chocolate cheesecake it right. has like three ingredients i want to go through the i want to go through the cheesecake mm-hmm. options and and to remind people this is going to sound funny when i say that but cheesecake isn't scary it's no. not scary to make it's, it's not it's actually one of the easier things to bake i have to say I think that I think that the biggest mistake people make is not realizing that the cream cheese itself really needs to be at room temperature. Yeah, that that makes it much easier to whip. That's a very good tip, actually. Right. True. It, right, because otherwise you're gonna have little lumps. Yeah. In your cheesecake, and that. Yeah. Is that's not what very you want. Important. That's true. And um, you know, it's not like a cake that needs like baking soda or baking powder. It's like, you know, it's it's a, it's an easier thing to bake for sure. Okay, so we so, have Israeli cheesecake. Yeah, we Israeli have cheesecakes. But they're really more like, I think a lot of Israeli um, pastry nowadays is veering towards like a, a version of like Israeli and French. So it's like really, really amazing pastry. I mean, you know. Right. I mean, Israel, you can't beat it. No, you certainly so cannot beat it. the cheesecake, while we have like, you know, the Israeli cheesecake a lot of Israelis will make with like the Tnuva soft cream cheese and everything like that. The cheesecakes we feature are like a combination of like New York style cheesecake, European style cheesecake, and we have so many options. So, so then let's take a step back for a second. New York, European, and Israeli. Mm-hmm. How do they differentiate? When I think of a New York cheesecake, to me, it's a graham cracker crust with with um, cream cheese, with yeah. a cream cheese base, and with a sour cream topping. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Check that. Yeah. Check. Okay. Good. I got I that think right. That the difference is really with the cheese products that you use. Okay. So in right, Israel, cream, cheese, cream not- cheese isn't as available. So people are using cottage cheese, farmers cheese, or the soft snuva, 
smooth cheese. And, um, and Europe is like a mix. Europe and and it's also the base, the base of what you use. Like in Israel, they're going to use the tea biscuits, which is much more common than the graham cracker crust. So, so do they, well, take a step back. How do they do it the exact same way with just margarine and like crushed tea biscuits? Yeah, pretty much. I think so. And just putting it into your, your spring form. Yeah. That's or fun. Pen. Or your pan. Yeah. Right. Okay. All so right. That's really cool. And the Europeans are using this Breton or however so we this pronounce was, it. Yeah, this was um this was inspired by like sort of a German take on a cheesecake. Okay. So that's where the cherries and chocolate comes in and the type of crust that he used. Um so that's Chef Tom Franz. He is a fascinating character. We already featured him in the magazine, like his story. Um, he he like moved to Israel. He won MasterChef in Israel. Okay, cool. And he's actually a convert who married a Jew, and he lives in Israel. It's an amazing story, fascinating. And we met him when we were in Israel. He's a great guy. He's very passionate about food, and so um, he shared this wonderful cheesecake. We also have the top ten, twelve tips for successful baking. Right. We should. I would go- say yours is a good one. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, I bring also, everything to room temperature. Right. I would also say that that tip comes out of learning the hard way. Most tips do, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Serving that lumpy cheesecake when you're not making a ricotta cheesecake is yeah. not is not what you're looking exactly. for. We're going to talk about the ricotta cheesecake in a second because because it's a, in my opinion, it's a different animal. But you're listening to that's life here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and of course, my good friend Schiffer Klein. We have to we have to have Schiffer on before Shavuos and before any major holiday. And the issue that just came out, the Joy of Kosher Vegetarian issue with the gorgeous salad i mean how many people say salads are gorgeous but this gorgeous salad on on the on the cover is really stupendous i'm not sure how you guys manage to top each other every single every top yourselves every issue but but you certainly do thank you so let's talk about the ricotta cheesecake my first experience with a ricotta cheesecake was with my great aunt i did not realize there was another way to make cheesecake besides with cream cheese (laughs) and all of a sudden i bite into it and there's this texture that i am not only unfamiliar with but totally not expecting yeah so then it's like a shock right and turned me off forever yeah i think i was five when i (laughs) ate that and i'm still i'm still living the moment exactly is there a is there a need to to put this in its own category is ricotta cheesecake a cheesecake it's a cheesecake um italian cheesecakes are are like a lot of them use ricotta cheese Okay. It's like a very Italian ingredient. Um, yeah, like you said, it's a different texture. So it's a matter of taste. You know, nothing beats like the creamy texture of like a New York style cheesecake. Right. But that could be a little bit heavy and creamy for some people. So this is a, just another variation. But what was cool about this, and I was so surprised that it worked, it has like three ingredients, this cheesecake. It has eggs, um, white chocolate that was melted, and ricotta. And we just like mix it. And like the... The fluffiness and the way it looked really surprised me. This is exactly there's no like we don't You're make, separating we don't the eggs. yeah we don't we don't do any magic tricks with um, no we didn't separate the eggs we didn't even separate the eggs no. so how did it get the fluffiness? this is it like this there's no magic tricks with our food styling like if <laughs> I'm saying like we don't glue things together or no, like that's a great there's line. no tricks <laughs> that's a great line there is no magic yeah no it's it's exactly how it's sliced out of the pan this is how it looked so this was the surprise recipe for me I didn't expect it to work so nicely. And the white chocolate gave it a richness and a creaminess. So it was really cool. It's a really cool recipe. And who did the, and that's, that um, is courtesy of who? It's um, Chef Shaley Lipa. Um, and it's a chef in Israel that Jamie is friends with. 
and oh, got the so recipe from. Got and it. actually, this is, she writes, it's reminiscent of a torta di ricotta, which is Italian based. We should also take a, a, a minute to talk about um, Chef Ida Wurdegar Ross. Yes, yes. For her, her restaurant, I, I still long for. Yeah. Was and mug. yeah, was Mason and Mug was was Great fantastic. Place. So did she come out of hiding in order to do a this? Bit. Yeah, she came out of hiding, right? That's I like. That. That's exactly the way I feel about it. Because all of a sudden I opened up the magazine, I'm like, oh, Mason. Well, first thing I think she's making an ebook. Are you serious? Yeah, or a cookbook of sorts. Yeah, she mentions that in the article in her I, introduction. I bought so that's something to look forward to. I bought that secret restaurant's cookbook yeah. just for her kale. And oh, that's that was a good salad, ridiculously good. Did salad. you ever make it though? Because, I've made it a couple yeah? of times. Oh, nice! I'm the impressed. first time I ever bought miso. Oh wow! Yes, that was that was just that's a phenomenal it salad is. and the horseradish everything. Right. You by the way, you it can get perfect. that online. You can get the cookbook online, but I'm pretty sure that the recipe is now available online. Oh yeah, Probably yeah. Everything's online. everything's yeah. online. There are no secrets <laughs> in this world. That's right. None. So she came out of hiding for you. Yes, and, and she, she did a, this huge feast. So amazing! I loved the six minute egg. I love such eggs. a good technique. Yes, and brilliant. Yeah, and I never made a six minute egg before. So that was fun. That's what I love about the magazine is that I learn new things, do new things that I've never done. The six minute egg was amazing. And the dish we served it with was delicious. I'll eggs, tell you why. Egg I, and an eggplant. Yeah. I am obsessed with eggs. Um, I recently told somebody that Nachum and I went to um, like a, a breakfast meeting. Okay. And it was easy enough just to casually do it in a bagel store. And I looked at the people that we were going to be eating with and I said, do not be horrified by what you see. And literally <laughs> like six scrambled eggs came out on my plate and I knocked it off and then ordered something else. And they were like horrified. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm totally, I'm in love with eggs. But what I loved the most about all of this mm-hmm. was that currently, and I will see how long it goes, I am gluten-free. Oh, wow. Yes. So as somebody said to me, so you don't eat meat, you don't eat chicken, and now you're gluten-free. What's left? I said what I was eating before, just <laughs> lots of vegetables and a tremendous amount of protein. So it was all of a sudden like I can serve all of this to my That's family. Right. This is all gluten-free. And to myself, and nobody is missing anything. Right. I made I like that. I, I made polenta last week. Oh, yeah. With, um, I, I, I don't remember where I was inspired by, but I made polenta with like sautéed mushrooms, mixed mushrooms. Yeah. That's a Jeff Nathan dish, Abigail's. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like he serves that a lot. Oh, I'm, I maybe I that was it. it. I don't know. I don't know, but but I was inspired by that. But then all of a sudden, to have all of these options to me was very exciting mm-hmm. because there are. And somebody actually said to me, "Are you having a tough time finding food?" I said, "No, <laughs> no, certainly not." First of all, every supermarket has sections dedicated oh, yeah. to gluten free and my husband in an effort to be supportive and I'm totally not knocking it came home with packages of gluten free rugelach and gluten free this um. and gluten free that <laughs> and then sent me some kind of Dan's deals on a whole bunch of gluten free pro- products that were all under the OU and it made me consider for a second that 10 years ago people who were who went gluten free for whatever reason it was right. um, were must have struggled a tremendous amount oh, yeah. Right, but here I'm not lacking for anything. I had brownies last job. It's just like everyone else had brownies, oh, totally. and yeah. they were and they yeah. were good, and they were good. But so much of this issue is not just vegetarian; it's gluten free. Yeah. Now, of course, I opened the first page, and it's about puff pastry. Okay, fine. <laughs> but but that was it. It made me it made me even more excited for yeah. Shavuos, and then made me feel bad for the people who are lactose intolerant. Oh, that's bad. Right. Uh, thank God that's not me. <laughs> but the the other fun thing about this issue is that so much of it is parv. 
Yeah, it's not all dairy. That's right. Right. It's like so much you, of it yeah, is parv. The salads. Right. I, the, some I don't, of the salads have parv options. I don't know what we did a whole section on fish. Yeah, so we should that talk about really, fish really in the cool. last couple of minutes. Naomi Ross, a very talented Very cook. talented. Yeah, she's a great... Her stuff are delicious, always. And simple and clean. Yeah, very. And the, um, the coconut fish curry. So good. I'm into that kind of stuff. That is, It was so good. I'm into that kind of stuff. And the ceviche is also something that you can prep. That was the other thing. Yeah. Is that since Shabbos... I know, it's going to be a long one. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one, folks. But since we have Shabbos beforehand, there's only so much you can do. Yeah. You're not making that lasagna... Friday morning and serving it Friday night. It's not the first night of Yuntif. Exactly. It's Shabbos. Um, I joked with somebody that I was going to somebody's house for for uh, for lunch or of Yuntif. But they're like, oh, Thursday or Friday? I'm like, <laughs> right. It's not really a three-day Yuntif. We just feel like it's a three-day Yuntif. Um, but, but there's so much in here that can... All the prep can be done in advance or can be made on the spot. Yeah, I love on the spot recipes. Right. Yeah. Except I love when you're themes. serving 25 people. That's another story. Uh-huh. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but were you saying you were love themes? No, I love things that you can make on the spot or components that can be done in advance in an easy way. So, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, no, that is that is certainly great. That is certainly great. All right, well, unfortunately, we are out of time, but you and I can sit and talk about food oh, forever, forever anyway. Um, and we didn't talk about cheese. We didn't talk about cheese plates. We didn't talk about any of the cheese corsets. All right, shoot. Stay tuned for next year. <laughs> Stay tuned for next year. Joy of Kosher, available online, available in... Uh, joyofkosher.com right. slash magazine. And available and in every supermarket that I seem true. to be going yeah. into now. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's really, it's quite incredible. Um, so I thank you very much for it's joining really me. It's really great to chat about food. No, it's always fun. Things, yeah. It's always fun. And continued Hatzlacha. And thank you. I also just want to thank Shlomo for joining us at our food and wine event. It was... So memorable. He couldn't stop talking about it. And Amazing. somebody joked with me that they think they're still Flashics, like three <laughs> days later, simply because there were 16 courses and the food just continued and continued. And the to wine. Come. The wine. Everything oh. was magnificent. So we really thank Amazing. you. Uh, you've been listening to That's Live here at the Nahum Siegel Network. My thanks to Shiffer Klein for joining me uh, today. And my thanks to Mayor Kruder for all of his wonderful photography, both at the parade and at the food and wine event. That was days before. The live lunch will be up in just a few moments, hosted by Nachum here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And then, of course, we have the stunt show and continued programming for the rest of the day. JM in the AM tomorrow morning, 6 to 9 in the morning. Nachum hosts Malcolm Holine at 7.40 in the morning Eastern time. We look forward to that weekly update. And then, of course, Naomi Nachman, table for two with a great opportunity for her Arab Shavuos show. You don't want to miss that as well. Uh, we are going to, I don't even know if we have time for a song. We have time for a song? Okay, we're going to leave, we're going to end today with Aryeh Kunstler's um, Vili Rushalayim. We'll be pulling that up in the background uh, at the close of the show. My thanks to Yoni for, uh, for uh, engineering today. And a chag sameach to all. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys.